welcome to the Not So Traveling Introvert. Today, I would love to, I'm, I'm just going to talk about the future of co-working. And this came up with um, a virtual co-working that I, I help run. And one of the p- attendees was in a different space from normal because I've, I've run this so often. It's like, oh, where, where, where are you? You're not normally in that space. And she mentioned that she was in an art gallery. And so I had to come on as a speaker break and be like, so wait, you, you normally work from home. I know you're your own boss because she owns her own business. Why are you in an art gallery? And so she mentioned the fact that, yes, she works from home, but she wasn't feeling as productive. Also, the fact that realizing that her old workspace, she didn't really like it there. She was just there and trapped in a contract. But because of everything that's happening with the pandemic right now, she was able to get out of her contract. And she's been eyeing up this art space for ages. And now the art space has gone ahead and like reallocated how it has rooms. And so she now gets to work. I think she mentioned it was, I think, 20 hours a week. Um, sorry, 20 hours a month for a certain price. And she gets to come in. She has a, a dedicated office space, a, a, a door with a lock and um, access to a computer, printer, all that sort of a thing. And it made me wonder about the future of co-working. Co-working in general, it has been a great thing for remote workers and for digital nomads. They can go to any city. There's apps with like hundreds and thousands and there's WeWork and there's all sorts of different levels of co-working that you can go to to get work done. But now with the global pandemic and not really one, you know, social distancing, what does the future of co-working look like? And the, there are many thoughts about this. The thoughts I've had is um, lots of buildings reallocating space. Apparently there's a, a bike shop that's reallocated space to now make it a co-working space where the um, they have internet installed it's a contactless entry and they have tables, you know, six to seven foot feet apart. The art gallery is doing the same sort of a thing. But when you look at co-working spaces that are already fitted, how are they going to pivot and adjust to the new world of post-COVID? And one thing that came up was all those telephone booths that we all hated. Um, they might become super popular or um, doing it in such a way that there's an enclosed cubicle with its own door. So people can come in, beep, beep in, contactless, work and then leave. And maybe that the cubicles get disinfected, you know, in between people entering. People have to book for certain times and then they leave. And then there's an hour or two hours in between where it gets disinfected and then a new person can come in. Um, that might be a way for co-working to change. I know that restaurants in New York before COVID were looking at um, renting out the space to uh, digital nomads during the day when they're not open. Um, if they're like only open in the evening between 9am and say three, staff would be there prepping in the back in the kitchen, but you know, the, the restaurant would be open to get extra money. So this might actually continue but just with you know takeout only for certain restaurants um there's also the kind of pods that you have in a plane uh especially like first class pods where it's all enclosed those might become super popular in um co-working spaces or not individual offices might definitely become very popular executive offices are going to make a huge comeback i would love to know listeners how you would feel about the the future of co-working. And the other reason why I don't think co-working is going away is because of the mental health benefits. If you are now currently working at home with an extrovert or cats, dogs, other humans, children, that sort of a thing, 
just knowing that you have two hours or four hours a week where you can go to a space and get stuff done and just have time and silence is huge. And um, people will end up doing these things for their mental health once they see the benefits. Even if it's just an hour a week, two hours a week, whatever it might be, knowing that you have a place that you can go to with good internet, that you can have meetings or just have peace and quiet. Because right now people like going to their cars to get some space. So if you know that you have a dedicated space that you can do that, why wouldn't you pay for it? Thank you for listening. This is Janice at thecareerintrovert.com. Please message me about um, your thoughts about the future of co-working and anything else that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Email me at Janice at thecareerintrovert.com. Thank you.